Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Praise my God for that. Praise Thank God. you, Jesus. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that we are well. We thank you that we are safe. And we thank you, Lord, that we are in your presence. That you do not abandon us, but you call us by name. Every single one of us. You quicken us in our spirit to come to you. And we come to you with that purpose. To learn from you and to draw from you and drink from you again. That we have a fill of your presence. Your glory that goes with us through this day that keeps us going. The wisdom and understanding that you pour into our hearts that helps us solve and shows direction in challenging circumstances when we encounter them. We thank you, Father, that we are with you here this morning. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, <clears throat> this praying family, with all those that are beneficiaries of any request, prayer request made on this group, with all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it also with those Christians who do not yet know you personally and all those that do not want to know you. Let their hearts be quickened, Father, that your glory be revealed to them and the truth set them free. And so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the name of our God. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of David, who is ever willing to have mercy when we surrender to him. He renews his mercy for us every morning and his word says he loads us daily with benefits as well. He's not just merciful. He's also gracious. He's slow to anger and of great kindness. We want to know more of you, Father. So that we are able to build a stronger relationship with you. When we study your word and your word tells us of who you are and your nature. And we bear in mind that you made us in that same image and likeness. So when we study who you are, we also know who we are and what we are meant to be. We thank you, Father. We also pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who made all of that truth available to us. The word himself. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead. He is the one who holds the, holds the key to David. The rider on the white horse who leads us in our battles. Every battle against evil. It is for us to remember that we are not alone. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of this rock on which we build our faith. And it is he who makes all that revelation available to us and makes the truth real to us. The word becoming flesh within our hearts and taking root. So that when that word takes root in our heart and grows, it starts to bear fruit. It is he who is the spirit of that truth. The spirit of light and the spirit of life, the spirit of El Shaddai. 
the living God. <coughs> he is the one who has made his tabernacle within us so that we are not left alone, but we can truly say, Emmanuel, God is with us. And when God is with us, who can be against us? We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with these revelations, with your truth. You have blessed us with the gift of your Son and your Spirit, that we might not be left weak and vulnerable, susceptible, but every weak one can say, I am strong, when they know the truth. And when they are blessed with your salvation, Father, where your Spirit comes and dwells within them. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. With the work of our hands, you established it. And the food on our table, you provide, Lord. You provide all our needs in accordance with your riches. And yet many of us take it for granted. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. That even in circumstances when we feel out of our depths, there is someone that just comes along and gives it a new direction and suddenly we are back on course. We thank you, Lord, that you are always with us. And just as Jesus said, you shall never leave us, but be with us even unto the end of time. And as we get into our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak by the precious blood of Jesus. And we herald your power, Lord, into that word. When we speak your word, knowing that life and death are in the power of your word, and we speak your word as it says in Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that as the rain and snow comes down from heaven and does not return to it without watering the earth, make it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so shall be our word that goes out from our mouths, it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it when we speak it in accordance with the will of God and in the name of our King Jesus. <clears throat> in today's reflection, I'd like to reflect on the question, are you setting yourself up for pride? When you excel in education or at work, maybe a talent where you sing well or you dance well and others start clapping for you and want to put you up on a pedestal, how do you receive that praise? Praise per se is not bad, but how we receive it and what we do with it, how we respond to it is what changes things. When you start to feel like you deserve it, so that it is all your doing, your own capability. And you start to look down at others sometimes, then pride is making its way through the door. Are we putting ourselves up as an idol? God has given each of us talents to use, but the day it breeds pride, that's when you go against God, against his will. Let's look at an example from the Bible. In the book of Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar 
God made him king of Babylon and gave him a lot of victories, including victory over the kingdom of Judah. And he carried away the Israelites. But in Daniel chapter 3, we see him erecting a tall statue of himself, made of gold. And the decree was that at the sound of music, everyone was to fall down and worship that image. The image which the three young Hebrew boys refused to worship and so were thrown into the furnace. But God was with them and didn't let them burn, not even the hair on their head singed. That is where Nebuchadnezzar learned his lesson. When he decided to set himself up as an idol, he was positioning himself in competition with God. Where he wanted people to look towards him. So when people start praising us, we need to remember this. Are we setting ourselves up like he did? To gain the attention of others, to position ourselves as an idol, and so take up pride, but still worse, set up ourselves in competition with God. You might think, oh no, I'm not competing with God. But when you want others to pay their attention to you, it is no different. We are setting ourselves up as an idol. Let us look at Jesus. What about Jesus? When he was faced with that possibility, people did praise him because there were signs and wonders being worked by him. What did he do when people praised him? And that's where our lesson for today is. He always passed it on. He didn't hold on to it when he was praised. John 5 verse 19 shows us that he said, the son, that is he himself, can do nothing by himself. He says, I can only do what I see my father doing. That he passed on all the credit to the father. Every time he was praised. Are you taking on pride? Or are you attributing your achievements to the grace, that gift, that talent that is made available to you by God? Are you passing on that attribution to the giver of that talent? Or are you standing in ownership of it and saying, it is I who did it? Another thing to keep right away is worshipping God. And this is which can help in a big way. So it's not just passing it on, but worshipping him. And to worship him, you have to humble yourself. You cannot come in pride and worship as well. The two do not go together. And a big lesson in how worship is meant to be, we all should look at this and reflect on our own personal worship as well. It's to be seen in the book of Revelations chapter 4. Revelations 4 verse 4 says, The 24 elders sat on thrones surrounding the throne of God wearing white robes and a golden crown on their heads. So they were all given golden crowns. They sat on thrones. Definitely something that would say, oh, they're sitting in a position of pride. But when it came to worship, you scroll further down to Revelations chapter 4, verse 10. Six verses later, it says, 
when it came to worship, they prostrate themselves before God. And now this next part is important. We need to pay close attention here. They prostrate themselves before God and they lay down their crowns before him. Have you laid down your achievements through your talents, through your abilities before God while worshipping him? Or are you still wearing them with pride? Lord, I have come to worship you is one thought. But at the same time, when you look at my bank balance, my riches, I have built myself. I'm a self-made man. These are my talents. These are my looks. These are my skills. Everything is mine. I have made it all on my own merits. When we nurse those kind of thoughts, it is a warning sign. Are you laying down your wallet before him? The Bible says you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and mammon. One must bow to the other. Are you laying down your property, your riches before him? Your talent, your skills before him? When you worship, these crowns must worship him with you. You lay them down beside you so that they bow with you towards him. If they are not laid down, they breed pride. He's not asking you to give those to him. He doesn't want your property or your money. He doesn't, but at the same time, he doesn't want that to become an idol in your life. Or a cause for pride that takes root in your heart. So when you go to worship God, you place a representative of these before him. You lay them down. You place them literally on the ground before him and say, Lord, I surrender this to you. You have given it to me. And I thank and I praise you for it. You keep your wallet, your certificates, your merit, your qualifications. Everything that might represent all that is a crown on your life. You surrender it before him and thank him for giving it to you. And the reason he gives talent is that we use it for the growth of his kingdom. We must always bear that in mind. So when we pray, we go to worship him, we surrender these, we thank him for giving them to us and we receive his grace which is that very same gift that we have received. We receive that grace with gratitude in our hearts. We acknowledge him. We lay down our crowns. We pass the credit upwards so that his grace continues downwards towards us. And I say upwards so that we maintain humility. We stay down. As John the Baptist said, he, that is Jesus, must increase, but I must decrease. That will keep us from pride. Else as James 4 verse 7 says, God will always oppose the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And Psalm 51 verse 17 says, a humble and a contrite heart, God will not despise. So when we come to him in humility, he will not turn us away. 
He always gives grace to the humble. The lesson for us to remember today is cast your crowns before him and keep pride away. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we reflect on our own personal life to identify what those crowns in our life are. Each of us have something that we have done well. Are we holding on to that credit? Or are we passing it on is what we need to reflect on. And we ask for the grace, Lord, to surrender it to you. So that when we surrender it, when we place it before you in our place of worship, we humble ourselves completely. We continue to receive your grace. That when we pick it up once again and use it, this time we use it for your glory. And it does not allow pride to take root in our hearts. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for every prayer request that has been made on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, all those that are hospitalized this day, every family that is embattled and facing division and separation. Even to the smallest degree where people live under the same roof and do not speak to each other for small misunderstandings. That we remember that every moment spent in bitterness is a moment spent apart. We pray also for all those that are battling any kind of stronghold in their life. Especially prayerlessness joblessness, poverty, and busyness. We also pray for our own personal needs and those of our families. And in a special way for those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered, that they might not end up in shame in the outer darkness, but might be brought to your light and life. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, under an open heaven, that prayer is made. And we know in our hearts, Lord, and we receive that prayer as an answered prayer manifested in the physical. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. 
The image that the Lord put on my heart this morning was a person facing the sun, the sun shining on this person, and the sun was shining right through this person. But he also showed me the back of that person did not have the sun. So he was saying, when you have the light of Christ, you have the light of the Holy Spirit. My light shines right through you. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Put off the old person that belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new person created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are benefiting from these morning reflections as well as those posted by Brother Savio on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page, 
please invite others to attend this session as well, the morning session, so they can start their day with that morning, uh, with receiving every morning the presence of God. And at the same time, you can also share it on your social media platforms, your chat groups, and so that others might also benefit from it. Also, a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. This session will only be run online today, not in person. The topic is the Holy Spirit self-effacing servant, consuming fire. We will learn that the Holy Spirit is a humble self-effacing servant. And he does not attract attention to himself. We will also learn that he is a consuming fire. It's a very good opportunity for us to get to know the Holy Spirit better. So please share that topic with others. We, have, we shall have links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Post on our Telegram group this morning. Share those links. Invite others to come and join this evening. Get to know him more and take his presence with them when they go home. Let his presence go into their homes. That's where that entire family is transformed, not just that person. Praise and worship will start from 5.30 p.m. onwards, followed by Confess Boldly, Testimony Time, and the Bible Study Teachings at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We look forward to seeing you there. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone, and we shall see you at Bible study session this evening. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus.